everybody, this is Jarell Krillich, Fisco Fit City Ambassador, welcoming you to the fifth week of the Diabetes Prevention Program. Last week we started, we talked about how to start thinking about food. This week we're going to go a little bit deeper and talk more about what to look for. You know, we're going to take a deeper dive into nutrition labels, as well as how to start tracking food for your situation and I want you to remember there's two parts of this program. We're focusing on making changes to what we eat and increasing how much activity we get. So I want you to make sure that you keep up with the good work that you've already been doing to increase the time you spend being active. And remember, you're always gonna use me, your coach, to answer any questions you have, okay, about the content that you're listening to here on the podcast or that you're reading in your Prevent Type 2 curriculum, which you can find out how to download and access on my website at friscofitcity.com, all right? So you can use it as a resource to get help applying any of these lessons that you're learning to your personal situation, all right? So let's do a little review. Last week, we talked about getting balance in the way you, you make your diet you know, how you build your diet, your, your eating plan, okay? We talked about getting your plate to look a little bit more like, you know, half non-starchy vegetables, things like a lot of water and fiber that are going to help you stay full, a quarter of your plate to have starchy vegetables or whole grains, things like potatoes, beans, pasta, brown rice, whole wheat breads, and then that other quarter is protein. So things like a wide variety of different types of lean, healthy proteins, real whole foods like eggs, lean meats, nuts, toy, tofu, and fermented soy products. So remember, the goal, okay, that you're trying to get the right amount of calories that you need while balancing that with the things that are going to help keep you feeling full, all right? And we know that the more non-starchy vegetables and or, and or starchy vegetables are gonna help you feel full, all right? And if we have whole grains, starchy vegetables, and protein, when we balance all these together, that's gonna give you longer lasting steady energy and it's also gonna be more filling, okay? So that's really important. So I want you to kind of take, an, like, take a little assessment. You know, how's it going so far? All right, how much have you been able to try some things over this past week? And remember, if you're having trouble, you can always reach out to your coach, okay? If you're in a program, you'll have a coach that's gonna help you with ideas and help you talk through different strategies that are gonna work with, for you. So I want you to consider a few things. How well have you been able to apply these changes over the past week have you made some big changes and it's working have you started to make some changes but you're still kind of trying some things out have you made a few small changes but you don't know what to do next or have you just been taking it all in and you haven't really been able to start applying anything just yet either way it's not bad keep going you need to move at a pace that works for you and it's going to be different for everybody so let's go over a couple of things what let's talk about what's 
not included in a good diet. Okay? I think if we're going to talk about what's in a good diet, we got to talk about what's not. Okay? So, you're going to notice a few things that are missing from the diet we've talked about before. One is fat, the other is sugar, and I want to talk about both of these. Okay? Sugar. Remember that sugar is a simple form of carbohydrate, and it's generally not filling at all. It's just empty calories. Okay? So, it doesn't have any nutritional value other than, you know, just quick energy. This is what makes, you know, all the food and sugary drinks sweet. You should limit or avoid eating or drinking things with a lot of sugar, okay? Fat. Don't fear fat, okay? It's actually a really valuable source of energy. And that said, though, it's not generally very filling, okay? Unsaturated fat can be helpful, but saturated fats, unsaturated fats can be helpful. Some saturated fats are good. Trans fats should be avoided, okay? So we're gonna talk about some examples of unsaturated fats. So here's the scoop on fat. We got foods high in fat that are actually good for you, all right? If it's the right kind of fat, okay? Generally, that means, generally, okay? Generally, I'm gonna use that word again. That means unsaturated fats, things like fish, some cooking oils, some nuts. They all have unsaturated fats, okay? Even though nuts have the right kind of fat, you need to watch how many you're eating Okay, because they're they're very they're very nutrient dense, but they're also very energy dense, which means they're high in calorie for their size. So it's very easy to overeat them. All right, so you need to set a serving size that makes sense for you. And generally, a handful or two is okay. Okay, we can have them, just not too many. Also, we want to make sure to avoid peanut butters that have added sugars. So check for sugar on the label. All right, so I want you guys to think about which of these sources of unsaturated fats do you like, okay? Like let's build a plan based on your preferences and what you like. So when I name these off, I want you to think about which sources of unsaturated fats do you like when you're cooking? Do you like fatty fish? You know, salmon, herring, trout, sardines, cold fatty fish. Do you like nuts and seeds? Do you like nut butters like peanut butter? Do you like avocados? Do you like olives? Do you like, you know, to use cooking oils like regular and virgin olive oil or avocado oil? Keep in mind, virgin olive oil is not used for high heat cooking. So that, that oil can become unstable and damaged, which actually can be bad for you when ingested. So virgin olive oil should be used for salad dressings, to drizzle on top of food when we finish it, to brush on food, or very low, slow heat cooking. Avocado oil, um, things like butter, coconut oil, those oils are stable and can be used for higher heat cooking. All right. so. What are we looking for when we read a label? Well, 
It's a bit challenging, I know. And it's okay to feel that way. It's a lot of work at first when we start reading labels because we're reading labels for everything we're going to the store to buy. But once you start getting familiar with the products that you buy on a regular basis, you're not gonna have to read the label every single time you pick up a product and buy it. So just know that there's a learning curve. When we start reading labels, we're gonna spend some extra time in the store, but it will get better over time, I promise you. Okay, so let's talk about two quick places to focus on when we're reading the label, okay? Where to aim for higher numbers and where to aim for lower numbers. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about serving size. There's two things to look at here. The size of the serving relative to the package and the size in grams. So basically, the size of the serving is just a check. I mean, make sure the label doesn't talk about half of a small package when it's obvious you're gonna eat the whole thing, all right? You know, or it's talking about two crackers when you're gonna eat 10 of them because I think that's important information for you to know. So look at what they're calling a serving size in relation to what you're actually gonna eat when you eat it, right? For, I'm gonna give an example. Like if a serving size of cereal is a half a cup, well, none of us eat a half a cup of cereal when we pour a bowl of cereal in the morning, right? All right, so remember, you wanna to try to get protein. You wanna to try to get complex carbs. You want healthy fats on your plate. And with that in mind, here's what's good to have on the label. Dietary fiber. You wanna get this number higher. Okay, so you want to check the ingredients label for whole grain to make sure it's real. And this is what's going to help you feel full. All right, protein. You want this number to be higher, okay, because this helps you feel full, right? So look at the grams of fiber, look at the grams of protein. Look at total carbohydrate versus sugars. So make sure that the sugars is low or zero and the rest of the total carbs will be complex carbs or fiber. All right, these are all the numbers you want higher. Unsaturated fat. This can either be polyunsaturated or monounsaturated. Now, let's talk about what we're trying to avoid. Okay, let's review what's bad to have on the label. Trans fats, okay? low to no saturated fats, simple sugars, okay? Usually these are gonna be found in desserts, sweets, candies, all things to avoid. Trans fat should be zero. Trans fat should be zero, recently outlawed in the US, so you're gonna be seeing this less and less on labels, but for right now, there's probably still a, lot, a bunch in the supply chain. Saturated fat, this should be low or zero. If the total fat or saturated fat numbers are close, then most of the fat is saturated and you should probably look at other options. Sugars, again, this is under the total carbohydrate listing on the label and it should be low or zero. When the total carbohydrate and sugar numbers are close, most of the carbs are simple sugars and you should probably look for a better option. Okay, look, simple sugar, empty calories, we love them too, but all these sweets, they're just really the source of extra empty calories. 
And when I'm talking about empty calories, I'm, I'm talking about that you don't really need them because what they do is they spike your blood sugar levels. And if, you know, if we're already at risk, this isn't a good thing. So if you're not ready to get these completely out of your diet, that's okay. This process that we're talking about is making small changes over time. And some of these changes are going to come back from cutting back gradually, right? So, I mean, some of this is going to come from giving yourself a chance to replace these snacks and treats with healthier options like fruits and nuts and other options over time, right? So if you're used to eating those, I'm just giving you guys an example. If you're used to eating those cookies every single day, you know, where do you want to start? You know, are you going to say, I'm not going to have, I'm going to have fruit instead of my cookies two days this week? I know I can do that. It's just two days, you know, and just kind of build from there. If you're struggling with strategies and how to make these changes, talk to your coach. So I want you guys to think about which of these sources of empty calories do you want to cut back on? Which one of these is going to have the biggest impact to you and your diet? Okay, I'm going to name off some things and I want you to think about it. And if you're having trouble knowing how to replace them or cut them back, talk to your coach, right? Okay, number one, think about alcohol. How much beer, wine, and mixed drinks are you consuming? These are simple sugars, extra calories, empty calories. Cookies, ice cream, sodas, sports drinks, energy drinks, sweet tea, juice, pastries, donuts, cakes, if any of these things on this list that I named are regulars in your normal weekly eating pattern, these are things that you could look at. These are things that you can adjust that will quickly take out a bunch of extra empty calories out of your diet. All right, let's talk about getting focused, all right? We've been talking about so many things over the last few weeks I want you to pick just two or three, just two or three to focus on, all right? Let's keep our efforts targeted on the areas that you think are the most important for your individual situation, okay? So really think about it, okay? I want you to think of, you know, just two or three areas that you want to focus on the most over the next several weeks. Is that going to be balancing your meals, all right? Thinking about those non-starchy vegetables, starchy vegetables, protein, right? Healthy fats. Do you wanna try new types of foods in each of these categories, like swap in some healthier options? Do you wanna try adding fruit or cut up veggies as a healthier snack, some healthier whole food snack ideas? Do you want to focus on reading nutrition labels to try to sort out what's best and what needs to be avoided? Do you want to focus on just simply avoiding empty calories like added sugar? These are just some ideas. Do you want to focus on cutting out, you know, added calories from alcohol or sugary drinks? These are just some ideas, right? Hmm, what are we gonna track? Look, 
tracking, it's kind of tricky. It's difficult, you know, it's really difficult to try to count calories and be very exact. If we're just writing down all the things that we're eating, that's a little bit easier, but it's still not ideal. Okay, so I want you to use the areas of focus um, that we talked about, that you're focusing on as a starting point to figure out what you specifically want to track for your situation, okay? Again, you can always work with your coach to come up with some ideas that are most relevant to you, all right? Again, ideas. Take a picture of the food at every meal. Balance your plate at breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Maybe you're going to focus on one meal this week. Maybe it's just breakfast, okay? Are you going to focus on swapping out cookies for strawberries? Are you going to limit yourself to just one soda a day? Are you going to pack healthy snacks for work? Are you going to read nutrition labels? Maybe that's just going to be your focus. I'm just going to read nutrition labels this week, okay? You know, are you going to skip empty calorie snacks? Are you going to limit yourself to one glass of wine? Just some ideas, guys. Pick what's best for you. Look, this program is a game, is all about little changes, okay? So keep making incremental changes that you need in your diet. Keep making incremental changes to your activity, okay? To your activity level and you're gonna to start to see results over time. I promise you, if you stay persistent, okay, these little changes that you're making are gonna add up big time over time, all right? And I love giving this example when I'm coaching clients. Um, let me see, where's my calculator? If you just cut out like, that soda, you know, like it, let's say that soda you're having five times a week, it's like an extra, you know, and I'm just gonna be conservative. That sugary drink, 500 calories in a week, you know, over 52 weeks out of the year, you know, just cutting out that, you know, one soda five times a week or that sugary beverage, I don't know, maybe that's wine, maybe that's a latte, you know, just that one simple change, okay? Over the course of a year, that could be, depending on you and how much you have and your activity level, that could be five to 10 pounds right there. Just that one little simple change. Okay, so if we can come up with two or three or four or five changes <laughs> over the period of this next year and stick with them, just imagine what that can do to your health, okay? And we're not, I mean, not just talking about weight, okay? but. That's just my little example of how even a small little tweak or change can really add up over time. All right, guys, this is it for session five, okay? Eating well and tracking food. If you need help, reach out to me at friscofitcity.com. If you wanna actually have the curriculum, you know, downloaded and delivered in your inbox each and every week, um, reach out to me and follow along here on the podcast. This is Jarrell Krillage, Frisco Fit City Ambassador, reminding you to get up, get out, get moving each and every day. Make it a great day. Mm -hmm.